Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. Hope you had a wonderful week. We are returning today for our weekly chat. James is out of town, so his audio might sound a little echoey, but we're a little, little echoey. I think we're yeah, all right, though. I think I think you sound great, but this is, this is our first ever Zoom episode where you and I Zoom each other. Yeah, so we're we're kind of testing it out. It's in the beta phase because you know <laughs> we we plan to be doing this. I'm sure in the future at some point. Oh, Anthony, you said you want to. Like spend like an entire month like out of the country and like we'll have to do a remote, remote setup for you and and do all our episodes while you're there, which would still be really cool and we can definitely pull it off. It would be very cool, very cool indeed. Like you want to like live in Italy for a month and just for like two months, like two months because it's yeah. it's actually really affordable if you like stay outside of the main cities. But you can even find affordable places like an Airbnb for like an entire month, like in in Rome or something like that too. I was shocked. I I looked into it, and there are so many Airbnbs that are extremely affordable for a month. Like you could pay twelve hundred to fifteen hundred for a really nice Airbnb for a month in a city, as opposed to like that Airbnb would cost like a buck twenty a night. And I that was like, okay, I could totally do this. I, this is absolutely affordable, like one hundred percent. That's not, that's like, that's totally doable. And it shocked me. Then I was like, oh, I could do two months then. <laughs> you, are you, you going to do it when you're like way more fluent in Italian? Oh yeah, way way more fluent, kid. How How is your Italian coming? I haven't even heard you speak in a little while. It's going really well. It's it's going great. Stomperando. You still on the daily grind? Oh, daily. I have uh, moved on to pretty advanced stuff. I'm learning the subjunctive which is extremely complex. I'm also I'm learning all sorts of tenses right now uh, for verbs and different ways of speaking. Where like so for us it would be like I had been going or I had been or I will have gone, I I would have been going. All they're all different tenses and in Italian the verb changes every time and also so the verb changes not just for the tense but for the number of people you're talking about, uh feminine or masculine and who you're talking about. And it's just, it's a lot of information, but it's just going to take me a long time to get it. But I'm starting to get a grip on it. I think I got past the hump of like where people give up, you know? Yeah. And I've, and I've overcome, I moved on to that hump because I got, it got to a point where it was really frustrating when you moved into the advanced stuff and it's super confusing. And there's just so much to memorize and so much to learn, especially with the verbs. Because like I said, there's like one verb can have like 45 different formations based upon what your tense or whatever. So it's it's a lot to chew and a lot to take in. But I, I, I did have a point where I was just super frustrated and I was like, oh my God, I'll never be able to do this. But then I was like, that's stupid. That's, I mean, little kids can learn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> then obviously I can learn it. And so then I, I just, uh, I was like, I think I took a week where I didn't do any and then I got back into it. Then I was like, why did I, why did I stop for a week? Like I was being lazy and I was just, kind of lying to myself that I couldn't do it, but I can do it. And so now I think I got over that hump where a lot of people maybe will stop doing something, whether it be a new hobby or a new skill or something like this, where they kind of, it can be a little overwhelming. So they're going to stop doing it or slowly trickle out, not doing it as repetitively each, each day, but I think I'm, I'm sticking with it. So I'm doing pretty well, but it's, it's very, it is very intense. We're all so proud of you, man. You're, you're doing a terrific job. Grazie mille, mi amico. Um, but yeah, so we've had a pretty fun week and a half on the show. We've done some fun episodes. We've been doing like our dressing up in costumes for episodes for this entire month. We're going to do as many as possible. Like we have our, we did a, an episode we filmed on the Cornetto trilogy, three flavors, Cornetto of Hut Fuzz, 
Shaun of the Dead and The World's End, and we dressed up in Hut Fuzz costumes for me. I was in the, the Nicholas Angel outfit, and then Anthony was Shaun from Shaun of the Dead. That was a blast. We dressed up for the Fifth Element episode, which is dropping tomorrow, which will be a lot of fun. We actually have another guest this month that's going to come on. We're going to do a Harry Potter episode dressed up as characters. We're going to do a Harry Potter ranking episode. George is coming on. Yeah, George, our buddy George Carmi, who I'm sure you, a bunch of you know from TikTok. He's, he's got a really big movie account. So we've been having a lot of fun with the show and, and just doing like things like dressing up and like the set looks great and everything like that because we love spooky season. And we'll get some more going. I think we're going to do The Shining and, and The Exorcist in an episode very soon because we love these kinds of episodes. And even if it's not a horror movie, just still dressing up is a lot of fun. And we should, we should even incorporate that even more into episodes like we've done in the past. Like when we did the Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Sylvester Stallone episode, that was an absolute blast. And so I, I think we got a bunch of great stuff planned. Plus... There's been a lot of talk about, especially with like Blade and and then with Deadpool three, everything going on with Marvel. We did our Amsterdam Q and A with Christian Bale and David O. Russell and Rami Malek, which was super cool. We did an episode on RRR, the Indian cinematic action masterpiece, which I highly recommend, which is on Netflix. We just did Point Break this week as well. So the the last couple of weeks has been a lot of fun on the show. Not to mention that Scarface episode as well. And yeah. Hogwarts Legacy is doing pretty well. We broke 20,000 followers on TikTok. Wow. We broke 400 subscribers on YouTube. And this is just in like a week, week and a half. That's awesome. Even though we had that bad suppression on TikTok, it seems to have (laughs) mostly gone away because we ended up having our most views of all time yesterday. We got 1.7 million views in... On that account? On TikTok, on the Hogwarts Legacy account, picked up like... A couple thousand followers as well because we were getting like you were you were sweating you were sweating. yeah we were getting 700 we were averaging 700 to a million a day and then when i monetized it dropped down to a hundred thousand hundred thirty thousand for like five days straight i'm like oh it's over like whatever it's gonna grow really slowly then we popped and had 1.7 million so that was that was really relieving to know that maybe you know just because you monetize your tiktok account it may be for a couple of days or like a week they, they stop it from wanting to make money. Who knows? Um, hopefully it keeps going because that would be really cool. It's the best way to market the show. You were like a drug addict without a, without their drug. You were like, oh, man, only 10,000 views, only 10,000. Oh, man. Disappointed, man, because I want to grow this thing ASAP. I want to get on the ground floor before anyone else. That's why we started the podcast for Hogwarts Legacy because no one else has one. And we thought it was a really good opportunity to make a show. And so we just jumped on it and... You know, TikTok is how we market everything, and that's how you grow. I edited my first episode of that today, and it was a it was it, it was a pain because you took your hard drive with you, and I had to like start from scratch, and you you didn't have everything on your computer. I was like, this mother effort, where is this stuff? I forgot to. <laughs> I was gonna copy and paste an old episode for you. I, I forgot. I'm so sorry. It's okay. For for any of you who don't know, it's like it's very easy to just like if you have a project and you're adding like a new version of that project to just open up a previous version has all the stuff you need in it and you can just go from there so that's that's an easier way to edit so i had to i had to start a new project you you did a really great job though that episode sounded so great great five minutes about the talking points and you hit a lot of great interesting talking points that i was just like hey great job anthony well really impressed he's trying to butter me up guys sometimes i forget you do it for a living because you just make it sound so easy (laughs) is your voice a little you sound like a little sick no, I'm just very tired. Oh, okay. I'm just Were very... you like screaming at a show last night or something? No, I, I didn't go to a show. I, just didn't, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Oh, poor guy. 
But I did have my first facial today, which was really cool. Whoa. Probably relaxing experience. And I guess I had a lot of blackheads on my nose, but they are gone. My, my, I'm glistening. I, I'm glowing. I look like I'm pregnant. I'm just, I look, wonder, <laughs> I look wonderful. I want to, so yeah, they just like peel out the blackheads because I have them on my nose and cheeks. There's a lot of things that go on. It was like an intense facial. Um, they, she started with a, a razor, basically, like a scalpel to, to, to shave off all the dead skin and all sorts of things like lots of creams and a mask and this frequency thing that kills bacteria and then a face massage and then like a massage with those metal frozen things like kind of like boxers when you're like getting out the oh yeah 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 things like that to to massage out any inflammation and just like massage your face it was very soothing very relaxing i highly recommend getting a facial just like i i never had a massage until um the beginning of this year which was uh i think i have to do more of those because that was also incredibly life-changing and soothing and relaxing and also um i, I had my first pedicure i want to say like like eight months ago, nine months ago, that was also a really cool experience as well. Because a lot of guys don't c- take care of themselves. I never did until like recently, but I highly recommend doing all three of those at least a couple times a year because they're they're really nice and it feels really good. And you you like stand up afterwards, especially after the facial or massage, and you feel like drunk with relaxation. You like you can't even walk <laughs> straight. I've I've had pedicures. They are extremely relaxing. It's it's very nice. Very very nice indeed. It's gross because. Our feet are my feet were gross the first time it happened. I don't know if anyone knows, but I do uh, do a lot of running, and so I run like uh, sixty five miles a week. The bottom of my feet, the bottoms of my feet are calloused like crazy because of it. And so, like when she, the first time I got a pedicure and she was like grating the skin off, it was like a cheese grater. It looked like she was shredding Parmesan cheese onto a giant bowl of pasta. It was gross. <laughs> that's like something that like our real monsters would would garnish a dish with. Oh, that's so <laughs> gross. Oh, yeah, they eat, like, fingernails and stuff like that. Yeah, they love toenails. It's a delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> they, eat, they eat mostly garbage, though, if I remember correctly. That, that show is iconic. It really was. <laughs> but but uh, I actually reorganized, not reorganized, but I cleaned the hell out of my room yesterday. Got rid of a ton of stuff I don't use. And I, I bought uh, roommate's, our roommate's dresser because she moved out. And I, start, I utilized that. I got it's nice, right? Isn't that nice? I almost took a stab on it, but I have one, and so I was like, I don't really need a second one, but it's it's a good one. Yeah, it's actually really nice, and it's in great condition. She barely used it, and it it's pretty new, and so I I reorganized my entire room, like where things go, and it's just much cleaner. I got rid of any mess or stuff that I didn't needed, and so and I also took her hangers because she had the the flat on tops without like that indent for holding a strap. Are there okay, still well, enough I, hangers for me to grab? I want some. Oh, there's still like 60 hangers left, but I got the good ones. I told her to leave them all because she moved out, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Friend for life, but she, she was the best. She's, she's going away. We're going to see Top Gun together tomorrow. Oh, you guys are going to see it? Yeah, I finally. She hasn't seen it yet, and I was like, we got to go. So it's our last, thing, our last hangout is going to see Top Gun together. Uh, I guess I won't be there in time for you guys to go. What a bummer. Is she busy? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, she's super busy. Uh, oh, well, well, tell her I'll be there in spirit. I will. I will. Facetime me before. Facetime me afterwards. I will. She'll she, the theater. Facetime me. I want to see her. Well, maybe we might have. We might. Yeah, we'll have time to do that because she's actually going to the Magic Castle right after. Literally, as you're walking out of the theater, just Facetime me. Okay, I will. And for any for anyone who doesn't know what the Magic Castle is, in in Los Angeles, there's this place. It's called the Magic Castle, and it's an invite only 
uh, air, place, and it's this big, like, huge old estate, like, in the middle of Hollywood, but it's, like, surrounded by walls, so you can't see it. And inside, it's invite-only. It's the best night ever, and it's just filled with, like, 30 mu- magicians, and they're scattered throughout the estate, and they're doing all sorts of shows, random magic tricks, uh, and you, what you do is it's like an evening of an experience where you have this really great dinner, and then you just roam throughout the castle, uh, interacting with all these magicians. Uh, there are certain live shows that are scheduled that you can attend, and it's really just an amazing evening. Uh, you have to wear only like ritzy clothes. You can only wear a suit or a gown. That's pretty much like they have high standards for dress code, and it's very secretive. There's no way to just to just get in. Um, and the way I got in was I served a magician at my old job when I used to work in a restaurant and I served his party of like 20 people and he, he said, Hey, you did a great job and he liked me. So he gave me a card and it was a card invite to magic castle. He's like, you just email this email address and you can get into the magic castle anytime. So they only allow a certain amount of invites per day for every evening. And that's how you get in. Basically, you have to be invited by a magician or someone who like works there. And that's what happened with our roommate. She got invited and it actually worked out where it's like literally one of the last days she's in LA and she got invited to the Magic Castle. So she's super excited about it. She's going to have a great time, I'm sure. I've always wanted to go. And in, like you said, you, it's just like either you know somebody or you're connected or you just have a chance encounter. Like the magician was her Uber driver. Yeah. yeah. And he liked them so much. They were really nice to him and they all they chatted the whole time. And he gave them his business card because he also owns a sushi sushi restaurant somewhere in Los Angeles. He's like, you guys should come uh, for sushi. And then they're like, oh, cool. Thanks so much. We'll check it out. And they looked, and she said she looked at the business card. And it's one of those things like kind of like a hologrammy DVD case where like you turn it one side and it says one thing. You turn it another direction and just like the change of light and you can see it reads something else. And there was like a hidden message where it said like he was a magician at the, at the magic castle and like to email us. And she's like, you're a magician. You work at magic castle. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. You guys should just email me. I'll, I'll get you in a, in a reservation there. It'd be really cool. But again, it's like, you can't just show up. They won't let you in. You have to exactly. have like that kind of situation. I believe you can, I think you can stay at, they have a hotel as well. If you stay at the hotel, you can go to the, the dinner and all the tr- tricks and stuff like that. Yes. Very so, expensive, so, though. So the way that the hotel works is they have a few rooms at the estate that you can stay in. First of all, they're like 700 a night. And second of all, there's you could run into the problem of you book your hotel and you get there and they're booked up. Because you have to you, – if, you if you're staying there, you can, you can try and get into the Magic Castle the day of. But if they're already booked up, you can't get in. So even if you do stay there, there's not a 100% chance that you can get into the actual Magic Castle castle. I'm sure it was a great experience. What was the best trick you saw when you were there? Oh, um, this guy, he um, he did a, like a 10-minute act with all sorts of things like objects. And one of them was he took a – he used a fork. And he was holding the fork out in front of us the whole time. And it was only like 10 people in the audience. And he was right up, he was right up in front of us. And he somehow managed to bend the fork and then also bend each little point of the fork, each tooth of the, of the fork in a different angle, all in front of us. Like you saw like the fork move. Bend. I saw it move. And I saw, we saw the teeth move. And then he handed everyone the fork after it was done, and it was solid. It was like rigid. It was like a real fork, and it was really bent in all those spots. And I was like, what the hell? In the hell did he do that? Because he, did, he didn't hide it. He didn't 
put anything in front of it. It was in front of us the whole time. And he was was and he holding it in his hand or was it like on the table? He was holding it in his hand. He was standing up and he was he would rub the fork with his free hand with the fingers and then it would just bend just from rubbing it. It was it was insane. I was like flabbergasted. That's crazy. And you held yeah. it and it just felt I held it. It was it was a fork. We actually I actually took it home. I took it home. What? It is a souvenir. Is it like a trick fork or is there like an electrical no. current in it or something? That's no, he I took it home as a souvenir. So it was a fuck. It was a real, just stainless steel fork. Do you eat with it? Like even with all the the edges pointed out all over the place? Oh no, I I I trashed it. I trashed it. M- melted it down. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to deconstruct it, and it was just a fork. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of great card tricks. Um, the, the card tricks are pretty insane too. Just like stuff you'd see like magicians like like david blaine doing on like street magic and like lots of street magic is as well just really cool things like small things with objects they're just like how the hell did you do that it was just really an insane evening it was crazy if anyone is a magician at the magic castle or can get us a reservation there please email us at contact at raiders of lost podcast.com or raiders of the lost podcast at gmail.com it would be really cool to experience this like i, yeah. I want to go so bad it was a good dinner too. I got lamb and then burrata appetizer, then like a really great dessert. It was, but it was like it's like forty dollar plates, but it was really good, very good food. I'm happy to pay forty dollars a plate if it's really great food, you know. Oh yeah, and they had a great, they have a great bar too, excellent bar. But you have the way you get in is uh, you walk into the main room, and it's like a greeting room, and then you have to you have to pull a book on a bookshelf to open the door. That's very LA. So many yeah. like bars in LA, you have to like go in through a fridge or you have to guess <laughs> the right door. It's it's pretty silly, but it's fun. But after like the tenth time, you're like, all right, it's in the fridge. I get it. Speakeasies, but this is like it's no, but it's like the a magical like house. Like you pull a book and then the door opens. So it suits that. Yeah, it was pretty sick. I remember there was there was a cool place we went to. What was it, in Scotland in Edinburgh? That was kind of like a secret hidden room in an alleyway. Yeah, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. You had to like knock on the door, and some guy comes out and is like, "Who are you?" Like, we, we have a reservation. That place. What's your name? You could only make a reservation to get in. You couldn't just show up, and you also could only make the reservation on Instagram DMs. So there's even no guarantee that they even. Oh, that's how you did it. Yeah, you can't call. There's no website. You have to just DM them on Instagram a time that you're available, and they'll be like, "Come on," or be like, "Nah, sorry, bro, can't make it." Remember that? Remember that bar almost wouldn't let me in. Which one? oh yeah, because you're wearing sweatpants, <laughs> and then they almost pay, almost made us pay like a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, we were out, and James found the place, and he's like, "Oh, let's go here next." And so you made we made a reservation yeah. online, and apparently, fine print, uh, like on the bottom of the email after like several paragraphs. If you can, if you make a reservation and cancel, then you will be charged like a hundred dollars or some shit like that. And then like number number fifty was no sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> but I was wearing like joggers, like they were like tight joggers. They look fine. Yeah, I was I was rocking my athleisure wear that day. I was like, I'm in I'm in the UK. There was a lady with sandals on. She's wearing flip, not sandals, flip flops, not flip-flops. just sandals, flip flops in the bar, and like you could see her toes. She you had no problem getting toes. in. I could I see her nasty. Yeah, they were nasty too. I was like, you can't let me in, but this lady with her just her her feet are exposed. She's dressed properly. Like I flip flops are on the dress code, but but joggers aren't. And the way, but then the way that they let us in, there it was like they they acted like they they cured cancer by letting me in. <laughs> I know they were like, well, were I like, guess. Hold on, we can pull some strings. Let me. 
Let me well, check with the higher ups. They made it seem like there was a, like a god of the bar that they had yeah. to like pray to and like and wait then for an like, answer. Then they were like, "You could come in." <laughs> it was like, "Wow, wow, thank you." They like read tea leaves and were like, "Yes, you can come in." <laughs> We've parted the sea, bro. Relax, all right. It's Tuesday night at a at a nice bar. Like it's gonna be. Oh okay. my god! Like no one cares. <laughs> it was silly, man. And, it was in the middle of Soho. Yeah, freaking a man. <laughs> oh my god it was ridiculous i'll never oh forget that i love the the bouncer like looked because he's like we were like we have a reservation for two and um he looked down at your pants with his eyes he's like you're not getting in with those well he's like you're not getting in <laughs> i was like i'm not coming back <laughs> <laughs> holy crap oh my god i was so pissed i was like i don't give a f- i was like i don't care i'll pay it i just don't want to even be around these people anymore but then they then they then they let us in it was a little pretend it was pretty it was pretentious i was like i was like i don't care i'll pay it i'll we'll go somewhere else he's like are you sure i was like i'm fine l- l- we'll just go somewhere else then they were like hold on let us talk to your marriage because they were like okay we're losing customers we're losing possibly 100 bucks so then they let us in there's a lady in here flip-flops yeah f off all right, let's wrap a uh, weekly chat right here. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for episodes this week. We did House of the Dragon episode 7 Driftmark yesterday for a review. Monday was Point Break. Thursday is the fifth element. We dressed up for that, so you won't want to miss it. Thanks so much for tuning in around the world. Become a patron of Raiders of the Lost Podcast for as little as $2 at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Talk to you all soon. Goodbye, y'all. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.